Warning, warning, two idiots are reading the SCP files over the intercoms. Please cover your ears and await further instructions. Hello you party people and welcome back to Discovering SCP, the podcast where we apparently uh, read through SCPs. Sometimes we just get stuck on stupid shit for half an hour though, as you'll probably see in this podcast. Uh, and Darnell's here too. Actually, it's Zipper T. Bunny. I replaced Darnell with an egg. As we all know, there is a big crossover in the fandoms of the Animal Crossing universe in the SCP wiki. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm addicted to Animal Crossing. No, hi, it's Darnell here. Uh, we're back uh, recording today, a little bit later than usual, but we'll have the episode out in time, and we're very excited. Um, I'm excited, personally, to see what Tanhony has put together. I did hear, however, that he wants uh, to hold off on some of the fan suggestions, because he's got like a little topic thing going. So we will get to them eventually, um, but for those of you who posted suggestions, just please be patient with us, and thank you so much for listening along and giving us your ideas. Thank you very much. That's much better than our hours, isn't it? Or the you's better wait and listen. <laughs> we'll be more podcast. This is more world. <laughs> oh, but no, yeah, we were very excited. Uh, we always love seeing the comments from you guys. It's, it's really... Uh, Nice to know that people listen to what we make. Uh, we enjoy making these, uh, so hopefully we'll get another banger out for you today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God willing. Um, so well, uh, there's no God here. Oh, I don't need religion in my podcast. When you debate me, you're also debating all the atheists whose literature I've consumed. <laughs> what is that from? I swear that's a meme from somewhere. <laughs> Okay, I just said we're going to stuck on half an hour on some stupid shit. Just all, all the figures behind him, like anime, like the fucking Fist of the North. Everyone for all. <laughs> Everyone that's come before me, every atheist. This doesn't have anything to do with SCP. This is, this is entirely unrelated at this point. <laughs> Sorry, reel it in, reel it in. Alright, what do you got for me today? Okay, so our theme today is for uh, some of the spooky, scary monsters. Um, we've sort of departed from that in the last few weeks a bit. Yeah, but... I was going to say, this will be exciting. Well, except for that, um, I mean, I know it wasn't a spooky, scary monster, but in its own way, the church, the uh, the Fifth Sanctum, that was scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like a spooky monster. It was no, it was no peanut. Yeah, I mean it was pretty good. I'll give it a uh, not a ten, but it was no peanut. No I mean, peanut. Peanut not only scary, but peanut funny. <laughs> also peanut butter. Mm. All right. So what do you got for me for scary monsters? How many? How many total today? Did we do the promised four? Yeah. Was One, it two, three, four? Bad boys. Four bad boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put him on a motorcycle, that's a bad boy. Yeah, they're gonna form a biker gang and they're gonna fuck shit up. That'd be actually really cool, an SCP biker gang. Can we write that? There probably is one, but uh, there can be more than one. Yeah, ours will be the cooler one. Okay. Um, we'll call it Tantoni's Tots. <laughs> we could not do that and we could have a much better time. But uh, if that is your will, we will do it. No, no, no. Let's have a better time. What do you got? First one. Let's go. First one. We have SCP-106, one of the classic spooky scary boys of the wiki. Oh, 106. Let me take a look at this. It's loading. Oh my god! Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. 
Tan, I think you need a shower, bud. Me coming for the Walter quote. I think I think it's even scary. That's already spooky enough. But then right under the picture it says mid-emergence. <laughs> Something about the word emergence or emergence is just so terrifying. There are some really good words that you use them instantly. It's uh, it's a good time. All right, so let's get this started. Spin us off. Yeah, this is another article by uh, Doctor Gears. Oh wait a minute! This guy's not made of gears, though. I know. So he has gone out of his usual uh, frame of reference here. There is—I don't believe there are any gears involved in this uh, SCP at oh all. Actually, I also noticed this is the first time I've seen this special containment procedures. There's two of them, and then there's the latest one. Do we read all of them or just the new one? We read all of them just because they are. That's part of the storytelling here, and that okay. is something. So, the different versions of articles is something we're going to be seeing quite a bit as we go on. Maybe not today, oh, so but... Are they entirely different articles? No, I see. Here we go. Yeah, there's just... Right now, it's just the containment procedures on this one, but there are some where the entire article is updated over time. That's kind of neat. I like that, because it gives some... Um... Because a lot of these, um, not that's bad so far, have been static. Like, remember, yeah. I made a joke uh, on the stairwell one about the guy who's been in a coma for, what was it, like, 14 years? Because it's never been updated. But, like, mm. I kind of like the idea of one that changes as time passes in real life. Mm. Kind of cool. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> let's begin. <coughs> yep. Item it. number SCP-106. Object class, Keter. Or Keter. Mm. Object class, Keter. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, do we start with 11-6? Alright, let's just go in uh, order of text here. Special oh, sorry. Procedures. So this is the uh, initial one here. So that is uh, 11-6. Yeah, so, okay, yes. No physical interaction with SCP-106 is allowed at any time. All physical interaction must be approved by no less than a two-thirds vote from O5 Command, and may only extend to testing situations. Kind of sounds like the Senate in uh, America. The Council will decide your fate. <laughs> All staff, research, security, Class D, etc., are to remain at least 20 metres away from the containment cell at all times, except for mandated maintenance and re-evaluation checks. Oh, so he's dangerous. Hmm. Also, quick question. Um, if if there was a scale, on a scale of 1 to 10, for how big of a priority this is for the O5, where does he rank versus Cassie? <laughs> I would say probably less important than Cassie, because um, okay. as you can see, he's not that cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bunch of fucking weebs on, on the council. I don't know where anime has come into it for you, because it was not mentioned in the original Cassie article. Sorry, I just, too many that... associations, too many neurons in my brain. Drawn, girl, she's cute, waifu, anime, bam. You have brought this in, into the, it yourself. Are you a member of the O5? Yeah. <laughs> I, it, the O actually stands for otaku. I, I see. A lot of people don't know that. Okay. Sorry, continue. Containment cell must be held suspended in a secondary cell the walls of which must be at least 30 metres distant from the outer walls of the first or primary cell. So it's so bad, we got to contain the containment cell. Wow, that's kind of metal, actually. Why didn't they do that for the spooky face guy? Shy guy. Uh, I don't know. They could have just put a bag over his head, but he didn't do that. Yeah. The secondary cell is to remain under total observation at all times and be both illuminated and clear of any and all debris. Any items, movement, or non-normal activity noted within the secondary cell will result in a full-site lockdown. Lockdown will be maintained until a situation-normal dispatch is issued by site command. 
any corrosion observed on the primary cell, secondary cell, staff members, or other site locations within 200 metres of SCP-106 are to be reported to site security immediately. Any objects or personnel less os to SCP-106 are to be deemed missing slash KIA. Oh, that's killed in action, right? Yeah, that's right. No recovery attempts are to be made under any circumstances. Note, SCP-106 does not have a docile state. Any reduction in activity or increased compliance from SCP-106 is to be deemed a luring tactic immediately preceding an aggressive action and treated as such. Okay, so it has at least some intelligence, we know. And then we have a note. SCP, so in this case special containment procedures, discontinued due to escape percentage. Oh, oh not the actual SCP itself. <laughs> it was Due to this, we are no longer making him anymore. Uh, Dr. Wonderton has been fired. <laughs> this is the most deadly of the little misters. <laughs> you found Mr. Kilimanjaro. You found Mr. Melt from Dr. Wondertainment. <laughs> Alright, so next is 11-7, right? Yes. So this is the updated special containment procedures. Alright, let's see what's different between so, the two. No physical interaction with SCP-106 allowed at any time. All physical interaction must be approved by no mean less than a two-thirds rope from OFAD command, and may only extend to testing situations. All staff, like research, security, class D, etc., are to remain at least 30 metres away from the containment cell at all times, except under direct order from site command. So that's it. Okay, so, so far, two changes. 30 instead of 20 metres, and instead of mandated maintenance, you have to be a direct order from site command. Hmm. SCP-106 is to be kept within a sealed container comprised of 16 layers of lead-lined steel, each separated by no less than 18 centimeters open space aside from minimal support struts. Said container is to be kept suspended by a continuous current system within a fluid medium. This medium is to be replaced in 48-hour cycles and constantly monitored for any corrosion intrusion. Any corrosion observed on any containment cell surfaces, staff members, or other site locations within 200 meters of SCP-106 are to be reported to site security immediately. Any objects or personnel less lost. The SCP reading AI has glitched out. Give me one moment. Lost to SCP-106 are to be deemed missing slash KIA. No recovery attempts are to be made under any circumstances. That is now part of the discovering SCP law. I am a robot that reads the article. Uh, yeah, you're a robo dude, but I like reprogrammed you, but you don't know it. To be your e-reader. SCP-106 does not have a docile state. Any reduction in activity or increased compliance from SCP-106 is to be deemed a luring tactic, immediately preceding an aggressive action and treated as such. Note, observation of SCP-106 has slowed a slight resistance when passing through lead or other similar metals. The thickness of the material appears to make no difference. In addition, multiple layers of thin material appear to slow SCP-106, forcing it to enter and re-emerge multiple times. Fluids also appear to temporarily confuse SCP-106. Note, SCP discontinued due to multiple surface breaches. Agitatum system continued to disperse corrosion during breach events, resulting in multiple breaches and full containment failure. So a couple of notes real quick. Mm. Based on what we've read so far, and the fact that the picture says mid-emergence... Uh, I take it this guy phases through walls, mm. and um, it's not about the thickness or material of the wall, but the more, but each wall takes about the same time. So the more walls, the better, and fluid in between helps. Mm. Also, uh, there were a couple changes, as in further distance and a little bit stronger measurements. But the biggest one for me is the first time they changed their SCP 
it was for escape percentage, meaning they calculated it, it was too high, so they changed it, which means it probably didn't last long. But this time, there were multiple breaches before they changed it, and a full containment failure. Right. Um, last thing I want to know before we continue on is even though um, I haven't read it, don't worry. I just very brief scrolling. I saw there's a description. Most of the SCPs, it's like the the containment procedures of the setup, and the description's the punchline. And maybe the description will still be somewhat of a punchline, but I kind of like that it's telling the story through its procedures. I yeah. feel like that's very different than what we've seen thus far. It's really neat. Yeah, there's a lot of creativity in the way that the articles get set up over time, especially. And this one doesn't even have any gears, so good job, Doc. So there's a few articles in the future that sometimes don't even have descriptions. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Maybe it's all redacted. Okay. So the, the final revision here. Uh, no physical interaction is allowed at any time. All physical interaction must be approved by no less than a two-thirds vote from O5 Command. Any such interaction must be undertaken in AR2 maximum security sites after general non-essential staff evacuation. Oh, Jesus. All staff, research, security, class etc. are to remain at least 60 metres away from the containment cell at all times, except in the event of breach events. That's a bit of an awkward sentence there. But, yeah. uh, I, was, I would say, um, um, except in... Uh, in, in the I case, just... maybe. But, uh, I would, yeah, I would just destroy the word events, except in the event of breach or breaching. Yeah, but it's been here for years now, it's too late. Yeah, no one ever edits an SCP article after years. Mm. Like SCP... that guy who edited years a few weeks ago, even though you wrote Robo Dude nine years ago. SCP, well, over a third of my life ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm doing it to myself now. <laughs> SCP-106 has been contained in a sealed container oh, uh, comprised of lead-lined steel. Uh, the container okay. will be sealed within 40 layers of identical material, each layer separated by no less than 36 centimeters of empty space. This sounds expensive. You know how much that would cost? 40 layers of lead-lined steel? Hmm. That's a lot of money. And they I assume they have to keep remaking it. I guess so, yeah. Jesus, where so do they get money? I don't know. It's vague, but uh, there's a few different accounts of how they do it. Right. Sorry I keep it around. Yeah, no worries. No worries. It means you get into it. Support yeah. struts between layers are to be randomly spaced, and containers to remain suspended no less than 60 centimeters from any service by LOIID electromagnetic supports. Yeah, that sounds very expensive. Yeah. Secondary containment area is comprised of 16 spherical cells, each filled with various fluids and a random assembly of services and supports. Secondary containment is to be fitted with light systems, capable of flooding the entire assembly with no less than 80,000 lumens of light instantly, with no direct human involvement. Both containment areas are to remain under 24-hour surveillance. Any corrosion observed on any containment cell surfaces, staff members, or other site locations within 200 meters of SCP-106 are to report it to site security immediately. Any objects or personnel lost to SCP-106 are to be missing slash KIA. No recovery attempts are to be made under any circumstances. Note, continued research and observation has shown that, when faced with highly complex or random assemblies of structure, uh, SCP-106 can be confused, showing a marked delay on entry and exit from said structure. It has also shown an aversion to direct sudden light. This has not manifested any form of physical damage, but a rapid, rapid exit into the pocket dimension generated on, social, on solid surfaces. Ooh. These observations, along with uh, those of lead aversion of liquid and confusion, have reduced the general escape incidents by 43%. The primary cells have also been effective in recovery incidents requiring recall protocol blank. 
observation as I'm going. In the grand so scheme by... of things, 43% is not that much. Well, no, think about it this way. Um, it seems like this thing's always going to escape, but reducing it means it's taking longer in between. There's less breaches, um, which, one, this means this is an incredibly experiment, because all that, and you have to keep remaking it. But two, how do they recapture and put him in? Mm, perhaps we'll find out. But if you consider how much he's escaping, um, 43% in the grand scheme of, like, overall, over the course of the history of the Foundation is a big deal. That's like cutting all the times he's going to breach in half. So I guess it saves them money, comparatively. But I don't know. At this rate, I would just kill it. As, as, assuming they, the reason they're so uh, set on containing is because it's, and it's a keter, is because it's going to do something, right? Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's what the description's for. Yeah, so here in the description we also have a second image. We have a image of a rusted over door, corrosion damage on the initial recovery cell, and containment Ooh. procedures have since been revised. Ooh. Yeah, that, that must have been the first one that got discontinued. Yeah. Okay, so description. SCP-106 appears to be an elderly humanoid with a general appearance of advanced decomposition. This appearance may vary, but the rotting quality observed in all forms. SCP-106 is not exceptionally agile, and will remain motionless for days at a time, waiting for prey. It is also capable of scaling any vertical surface, and can remain suspended upside down indefinitely. When attacking, it will attempt to incapacitate prey by damaging major organs, muscle groups, or tendons, then pull disabled prey into its pocket dimension. SCP-106 appears to prefer human prey items in the 10 to 25 years of age bracket. Oof. Damn. Please don't tell me the Foundation actually feeds it children. Uh, we'll have to find out. Let's see. Oh no. SCP-106 causes a corrosion effect in all solid matter it touches, engaging a physical breakdown in material several seconds after contact. Oh, so it is my hero academia. Shut <laughs> 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 It's League of Villains. Heroes! <laughs> I told you this was all about anime at the end of the day. You've fucking done this to me now. Except this you was written away from my podcast. Our podcast. <laughs> yeah, look, you were talking about how it's too late to edit. This was edited April 1st of this year. Yeah, but that, was, Eight, that was probably an April Fool's joke. Oh. Uh, well, then how come they didn't edit it again? Uh, that's a good point, actually. Uh, this is observed as rusting, rotting, and cracking of materials, and the creation of a black mucus-like substance, which... Uh, right. Clicking that makes a whole other huge-ass article. Are we going to read that as well? We might read it later on, depends on the length of this episode. But... Okay, because I was going to say, with four of these at this rate, that's going to be a while. Yeah, that's a link to a tale called The Young Man. This article is actually called The Old Man, so I, you can probably oh. guess what that's about. <laughs> oh, his name's The Old Man? Yeah. Wait, this article's called SCP-106. What are you talking about? Each SCP has like a title as well. Oh, I didn't see the title anywhere. Where is it? It's on the uh, main list. You don't actually see it on the actual article. The out-of-universe things. Yada yada. Can't believe this. Yep, so uh, this article is called The Old Man, the tale is called The Young Man. Oh, that's clever. Is the young man his past self? Maybe. So, this effect is uh, particularly detrimental to living tissues and is, is assumed to be a pre digestion action. Ew! <laughs> Makes me think of insects spitting up like their oh. acids on it. Corrosion continues for six hours after contact, after which the effect appears to burn out. Oh, okay. So, it's not permanent. That's nice. Well, I mean, it continues corroding you for six hours, as I think what it means. I know, but, like, let's say it touches a wall. After six hours, it'll stop right, rotting. Yeah. I don't think it's much help Like it touches you, though. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, it'll stop in six hours. 
<laughs> if corrosion remains for more than six hours, contact your doctor. SCP-106 is capable of passing through solid matter, leaving behind a large past of its patch of its corrosive mucus. SCP-106 is able to vanish inside solid matter, entering what is assumed to be a form of pocket dimension. That's kind of neat. It is then able to exit this dimension from any point connected to the initial entry point. Examples. Entering the inner wall of a room and exiting the outer walls. Entering a wall and exiting from the ceiling. Ooh. It is unknown if this is the point of origin for SCP-106 or a simple lure created by it. I just imagine it like touching the wall and doing like the Dark Souls fog wall phase. It's like, choo! <laughs> <laughs> Boss music plays! The old man. <laughs> oh. Grisht the Elder. <laughs> is his name Grisht? Is that canon? I just made that up, so probably not. Grisht is a great Dark Souls name. Can we call him Grisht? If you want. Awesome. So limited observation of this pocket dimension has shown it to be comprised mostly of halls and rooms with data expunged entry. Ugh. This activity can continue for days with some subjected individuals being released for the express purposes of hunting, recapture, data expunged. So the only reason they know about it is because sometimes after killing their friends, he's just like, go be free, I'll be back for you. He's like, I'm gonna get you. I, I wish they'd wrote if anyone's ever managed to not be recaptured thus far. Like, mm. they relocated them to the other side of the world, and they're like, go stay there. So we have an addendum as well. Uh, oh. SCP Review Notes. Due to the exceedingly difficult-to-contain nature of 106, it has been reviewed every three months or during a post-breach incident. Physical restraints are, are impossible, and direct physical damage appears to have no effect on 106. Current SCP, or containment procedures in this case, as of blank, revolves around basic observation and immediate response. Previous, more proactive special containment procedures have been recalled due to the events of breaches blank, 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 and blank. This, this means that there's at least four digit times he's escaped his cell. Oh, Jesus. So if you think about that, 43% is a big deal. I guess so, yeah. So we have some notes on behavior here. So it appears to go through long periods of dormancy, in which it will remain completely motionless for up to three months. The cause for this is unknown, however it has been shown that this appears to be used as a lulling tactic. It will, emer it will emerge from this state in a very agitated state, and will attack and abduct staff and cause gross damage to a containment cell and the site at large. Recall protocol data expunged. SCP-106 appears to hunt and attack based on desire, not hunger. It will attack and collect multiple prey items during a hunting behavior event. That's another, well, that's another tail, tail by the way. Yeah. Called treats. Uh, keeping many alive in the pocket dimension for extended periods of time. SCP-106 has no determinable limit and appears to collect a random number of prey items during an event. Isn't that kind of like the Titans and Attack on Titan? They yeah. eat for entertainment. No. The spirit of the hunt. The Not much of a hunter if you're immortal and can destroy anything. Yeah. So the inner dimension accessed by 106 appears to be only accessible by 106. Recording and transmission devices have been shown to still operate inside this dimension, though recordings and transmissions are very degraded. It appears that 106 will play with captured prey, mm -hmm. and appears to have full control of time, space, and perception inside this dimension. SCP-106 appears blank. That's another tale we're going to get to maybe All right. much later. Time out, time out. This one bothers me. If mm. it was redacted, I, I think this would be a cool usage. I like that it links to a tale, so I don't want to shit on it. 
but you told me that data expunged means wiped from the record. So the very fact that it leads to a written record. The tails <laughs> are out of universe. They're the pros, so it's out of the like okay. file system. Okay, in that like, case, in that case, never mind. I was gonna say that defeats the whole purpose of data. Yeah, it's, just, it's just for our benefit. Okay, I see. Never mind. We'll continue. Okay, so we have recall protocol blank. So uh, we we actually had this mentioned once before. It wasn't specified what this was. So let's find out. Ooh. In the event of a breach event by SCP-106, a human within the 10 to 25 years of age bracket will be prepped for recall, with the compromised containment cell being replaced and restored for use. When the cell is ready, the law subject will be injured, preferably via the breakage of a long bone, such as the femur, or the severing of a major tendon, such as the Achilles tendon. Uh, law subjects will then be placed in the prepped cell, and the sound emitted by said subjects will be transmitted over the site public address system. SCP-106 will typically begin to gravitate towards the law subject within 10 to 15 minutes of, of hearing them. Should 106 not respond to the initial broadcast, additional physical trauma is to be administered to the law subject at 20-minute intervals until it responds. Multiple law subjects may be used in the cause of case of major breach events. SCP-106 will typically enter a dormant state after finishing with a law subject. In addition, subjects may data expunged. That that makes me sad. Makes that means sad. they do sometimes use children, and they basically leave them for dead. And the reason it's really sad is because we know there's been at least four-digit breaches, so that means that's how many times they've done this. Yeah. I, at, at some point, they have to find a way to just destroy it. It's yeah. just too much cost. Anyway, I liked it. Very good article. Very creative. Although the ending made me sad, that has no bearing on how well it's written. Mm. Very cool. I like him. Uh, I don't like how he looks. He's spooky, but I mean, like, very... I feel Sorry, like I'm going to be with this guy. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty well written. I would give it an, probably a 9 out of 10. I'm just looking at him now. Is he wearing a biker jacket? Um. Why? Here's a weird thing. How is he wearing clothes without corroding them? They're made from his... Uh... Are they? I because that know. would make sense. I don't know. Maybe they just redress him every time because they don't want to see his, like, naked body. Because in the bottom photo, he doesn't have clothes on. That is not him. Uh, that If you look at the uh, thing... Oh, that that's is, an agent after... <laughs> released by 106. Subject had been missing for two hours. He remained alive for one hour after release. Oh, so that means he was mid-corrosion and this is finished corrosion. Mm. That's... This is a sad one. Poor dude. Just kill it, dude. Just fucking kill him. I know they said he doesn't react to physical, but I'm sure there's some fucking nuke SCP that just looks at you and you melt. Just use that. Okay, so uh, that's SCP-106. That's one of the more famous ones. It's been in the SCP Containment Breach game as one of the sort of the big enemies that you fight in that. Well, you're more, <laughs> more run away from. I think I saw that in one of those YouTube videos you showed me that yeah. you mentioned. You know what they should do? They should put this guy in, in, the, in the machine and set him to very fine. <laughs> He'll be even better at what he does. No, then set him to rough. Just make him a normal guy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I was not myself. <laughs> uh, come to think of it, wouldn't he just destroy the machine? Probably, yeah. I... Damn. Dr. Gears is responsible for a lot of SCPs in different areas. Hmm. Um, I'm just going to check real quick. Just to, I believe you, but I just want to confirm it was Dr. Gears. I'm working uh, with Dr. Gears to give him the credits. Yeah, and this was written in 2010, so that's even longer than you, so he outranks you. Yeah, he's one of he's he's one of the OG. <laughs> Good on you, Doctor Gears. Uh, we would love to have you on sometime if you're listening. Um, right. So what's next? Okay, so we have another uh, spooky, scary beast. Uh, this time we have SCP nine three nine. 
Will any of these have happy endings where children aren't sacrificed? <laughs> Let's read the next article. <laughs> <laughs> no! This is not a good watch after Parasite and Gantz. This was a mistake. Alright. Uh, oh, I see uh, another cutter. I don't see any pictures, but let me check yeah, files. I, I just had a look. There would never there would never be a picture. And this is an article by Adam Schmasher. Who I'm not Ooh, I've never heard with. that name. I'm Who's not, Adam Schmasher? I'm not familiar with him either, but I do believe he was one of the uh, older members there as well. Well, look at that. April 9, 2011. That's almost the same exact date you wrote RoboDude. Also, here's a weird thing. The last two edits were in 2018 by an account that was deleted. Mysterious. We'll have to look well, into the, the conspiracy Do accounts later. get deleted because they, like, broke a rule? Because if so, what if this has been tampered with? Um, usually, if an account is deleted, it's usually something that's done by the user themselves. Because um, oh. otherwise it would just be banned. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so let's I get into so uh, SCP-939. Let me get the... I should start reading the titles out as well with these. Yeah, because I don't see them. Only you have them, I guess. Yes, this is one's called... This one's called With Many Voices. Ooh. Let's do it. Let's begin. Item number, SCP-939. Object class, Keta. Special containment procedures, SCP-939-1-3-19-53-89-97-1. Are kept in cell 1163-A or 1163-B, which are 10 meter by 10 meter by 3 meter containment chambers within armed biocontainment area 14. Alright, I'm going to make a guess, um, and I swear I haven't read anything, but just because they're, like, containment, uh, bio-containment, and there's so many of them, I'm going to guess this is zombies. Hmm. That's just my guess before we move forward. Both cells are environmentally regulated and negatively pressurized, with walls constructed of reinforced concretes. Access to these cells is regulated by an outer decontamination chamber and inner gas-tight steel security doors. Observation windows are constructed of laminated ballistics glass, 10 centimeters in thickness, prote protected by a 100 Kelvin, uh, not Kelvin. Uh, kelvolt, buddy. Kelvolt. Electrified <laughs> mesh. Kelvin. 100 Kelvin so cold. <laughs> Please, uh... <laughs> Please, just a crumb of heat. Humidity is maintained at 100% at a temperature of 16 Celsius. Specimens are monitored at all times via infrared cameras. Level 4 authorization is required to access 939, the containment areas, or the observation chambers. How many levels are there? Uh, 5. 05 is the top. Oh, so level 4. How many level 4s would there be? Is oh, level 1 D-class? Level 1 is D-class, I believe, yeah. yeah. How come there's no C-class, B-class, and A-class? Uh, I believe those are just, like, doctors and things like that are C-class, I believe. Oh, then what's B and A? Is I that, like, security? B, B might be, um... Doctors and security. C might just be like maintenance staff, things like that. I'm not sure. Right. Damn, even the maintenance staff gets it better than the D class. Yeah. Yeah. That's and then nice. A is like, I'm guessing like CIA or like intelligence officer, like yeah. the people that go grab the SCPs. Yeah, probably. It's up to and then, individual interpretation. And then the O5 is solely dedicated to deliberating on matters related to Cassie. Yeah, and sometimes, I guess, world-eating birds and corrosion then. There are two two things that they deal with. Cassie and the world-eating bird. Yeah. It's like 60-40. Okay, so we're uh, continuing on. SCP-939-101 <laughs> is dismembered and stored in cryogenic preservation tanks 939-101A to 939-101M. Within bioresearch area twelve. Hold on. A B C D E F G H I J 
KL. Okay, so that's 13 tanks. Yeah. So access to SCP-939-101 requires authorization by two clearance level 3 personnel, one of which must be present for all research and testing. The contents of only one 939-101 tank may be accessed at any given time. Core temperature of the tissues must be monitored while removed from cryogenic preservation. Should core temperature exceed 10 Celsius, tissues are returned to the corresponding tank, and all testing suspended for a period of 72 hours. Barring core temperature exceeding 10 Celsius, research of uh, its tissues may continue as long as its ramblings and pleas for release may be tolerated. Jesus! <laughs> I guess I found where they keep all the 10 to 25 year olds. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please don't feed me to the corrosion beast. Oh my god. Jesus. Come on, dude. Don't be a bummer. <laughs> don't be a Debbie Downer. I'm just trying Why'd you get... turn into Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> I'm just trying to get paid, man. <laughs> oh my god Containment Doctors. cells should be cleaned bi-weekly While this takes place, 939 specimens will be transferred to the adjacent cell During this time, the cell's door and observation window must be inspected for damage and repaired or replaced accordingly Heavy sedation of all 939s required before any interactions including transfers between cells and experimentations may take place See documents 939-TE4 for transfer and experimental ah, Nothing to click I fooled you. I know. Level C hazmat gear is to be worn by personnel during interactions of 939 specimens and in any areas which 939 has been known to inhabit. Afterwards, standard decontamination procedures are to be observed by all personnel involved to ensure no secondary spread of amnestic agents occurs. Following incident... <laughs> Jesus Christ, they're putting me from my paces here. They really like to use letters and all non-class D personnel interacting with 939 for any length of time are required to wear two waterproof electronic pulse monitors for the duration of such interaction. Yeah, so if <laughs> D-class don't get these, I guess. Uh -huh. These pulse monitors will transmit to a wireless monitoring system independent of a facility's main power grid with at least one backup power system on standby. Should both individuals' pulse monitors flatline or otherwise malfunction, the wearer will be presumed dead, Personnel instructed to disregard all the wearer's subsequent vocalizations and a breach of containment declared automatically. Okay, so here's here's where my theory, I'm really feeling strong about it now. Um, one, presumed dead. Uh, two, heart, heart flattening, aka as if the body was dead. And three, anything they say, just assume that it's a breach of containment because there's... So sentient, their body's dead... And it needs to be measured unless you're D-class, in which I guess, uh, go fuck yourself. I really think this is zombies or something similar. Mm. Feeling confident. I'm locking that in, Regis. Okay. Security personnel responding to such a breach are each are likewise required to wear these pulse monitors. Additionally, all live 939 must be implanted with subdermal tracking devices upon capture. Description. SCP-939 are endothermic pack-based predators, which display atrophy of various systems similar to troglobitic organism. Troglobitic. Yeah. Like troglobites. Yeah. The skins of SCP-939 are highly permeable to moisture and translucent red, owing to a compound chemically similar to hemoglobin. Blood. SCP-939 average 2.2 meters tall standing upright and weigh an average of 250 kilograms, though white eight is highly variable. Each of their four limbs end in three-fingered claws with a fourth opposable digit and are covered in setae, which are considerably augments climbing ability. Okay, I don't know what setae are. 
I assume it's something that's like no. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. No, Hang on. no, no, no. Set tie. Uh, a stiff structure resembling a hair or bristle. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. The heads are elongated, devoid of even vestigial eyes or eye sockets, and contain no brain casing. The jaws of Ed 939 are lined with red, faintly luminescent fang-like teeth, similar to those belonging of spe- specimens of the genius uh, Caliodus. I believe that's saber-toothed tiger. I might be stupid. Hang on. Chaliotis. If I'm wrong, I'm going to look like such an idiot. Don't worry, I'll edit it out. Uh, no, viperfish. Not even close to a cat. Don't worry, I'll edit that out for you so you look smart. <laughs> no, it's okay. I yeah. did remember looking these up though. Now that I'm looking at it in bio class. Yeah, I, I was lying. I'm, I'm not. I'm not editing that out. I know you didn't even edit out my burps last time. <laughs> Eye spots sensitive to light and dark run the length <laughs> of their spine dorsal ridges. These spines may be up to 16 centimeters long and are believed to be sensitive to changes in air pressure and flow. Nine three nine do not possess many vital organ systems. Central and peripheral nervous systems, circulatory system, and digestive tract are all absent. Its respiratory system is atrophied and serves no apparent purpose beyond spreading AMN C227. See below. 939 I assume assume that's turning things into them. We will see. So kind of like zombies. 939 have no apparent physiological need to feed, nor any way to digest consumed tissue. Ingested material typically accumulates in the respiratory system of 939, and is regurgitated once the amount is sufficient to markedly inhibit its function. Despite the absence of many vital organ systems, 939 are capable of bearing live young. See addendum 1016-1991. So we see that they don't have many vital organ systems, which means they're probably hard to kill, but they do have to regurgitate in order to um, use a respiratory system. So it seems like the only way to really kill them is to make them stop breathing. Hmm. As far as I can see, it doesn't seem like you can shoot them in the head like a zombie because they mentioned they don't even have brains, right? Or brain casing anyway. So no skulls. Very right. interesting. Okay. So 939's primary method of luring prey is the imitation of human speech in the voices of prior victims. Though imitation of other species and active nocturnal hunts have been documented. Oh, so they're like uh, Kenku from D&D. Yeah. 939 vocalizations often imply significant distress, whether they understand the vocalizations or are repeating previously heard phrases as the subject of ongoing study. How they acquire voices is not currently understood. Specimens have been documented imitating victims despite never hearing the victim speak. Analysis of 939 vocalizations cannot distinguish between 939 and samples of known victims' voices. The use of biometric voice recognition security or identification systems at any installation housing an i 9 is strongly discouraged for this reason. Prey is usually killed with a single bite to the cranium or neck. Bite force has been measured in excess of 35 uh, mapa. SCP-939 exhale minute traces of an aerosolized Class C amnestic designated AMN-C227. AMNC227 causes temporary anterior grade amnesia, inhibiting memory formation for the duration of exposure, plus an average of 30 minutes. It is colourless, odourless, and tasteless with an estimated ECT50 for inhalation of Jesus Christ, what are you trying to kill me? It's, uh, see, this is where you use scientific notation 1.5 times 10 to the negative 3. Of course. Is what you would call this. In well-ventilated or open-air environments, risk of exposure to it is greatly reduced but not negligible. 
AMN-2727 is typically undetectable in the bloodstream 60 minutes following cessation of exposure. Reported sensations of disorientation and mild hallucinations immediately following removal from environments saturated with the agent are similar to recreational use of numerous psychoactive substances and easily mistaken as such. Um, two things real quick. One, uh, I forgot to say the units. It was 1.5 times 10 to the negative 3 milligrams per minute over meters cubed. Um, second, I love that this one has a lot of scientific terming and notation. Um, very cool. It makes this feel super official. Mm. Uh, makes me feel like I'm reading a real like uh, research article instead of just like a, a short story or a fictional piece. Very interesting. Right, yeah. So we've got quite a few fucking addendums here. Yeah, so. are we going to read like the experiment log and the thing here? And the re- Oh, God, there's a lot of these. Yeah, so the experiment log actually isn't for this article. That's the experimentation log. Uh, for 914. Okay. So, notes 1. <laughs> this report pertains to morphology alpha. For information regarding morphology beta, see redacted experiment log 914, <laughs> AMTF new 7, abstraction report, blank, 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 redacted. Bro, I'm an alpha, bro. You're just a beta. <laughs> I'm, I'm an alpha. <laughs> I don't know their names. I'm an alpha predator. What, what were these things called again? What was their title? Uh, with many voices. I can't say alpha with many voices. You're sure you can, you just did. <laughs> so, addendum 1114-1981, a log of radio traffic between capture teams during initial contact with 939 is available here. Maybe we so, should uh, go through that. They've been storing these for over 30 years at least, because that other note was from 2005. Hmm. Alright, so are we going to read this right now, or do we go through the rest of it first? Let's go through this, this script real quick. Okay, it's not that okay, long, uh, who's who? Do you want to be... There's... Okay, so there's four... There's a lot of names. Holy shit. How many different voices are you confident in doing? I can do as many as you need, but, uh, let me... Let me count the names. Okay. Holm, Washburn, Michaels, Shandrick, uh, Nicholas, Roland, Harris. <laughs> there's so many! Wait, wait, what? Yeah, look, there's like seven or eight people. <laughs> a lot of the... Uh, Gabardi, eight... A lot of them only talk like once. That's really confusing. All right, fuck it. Um, how about just every other time a new character is introduced, the other person does it? Oof. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, sure. So <laughs> this is gonna end up. This is gonna be a mess. But let's have a go. Right. So the following is a transcript of radio traffic between the unseen commander Trapper Home and subordinate fire teams Trapper One, Two, and Three of Site Blank's Tactical Contact Security Force, designated Trapper during the initial contact wave and recovery of Nine Three Nine. Trapper was deployed to the outskirts of Blank Blank on 10-28-1981, following the disappearance of a Foundation fuel agent. The agent was investigating a number of localised missing persons cases, as well as the loss of contact with several law enforcement officers dispatched to investigate these cases in the area. How many people are they sending to investigate this and then disappearing and sending someone to investigate them? A lot. Alright, who's going to go first in this crazy chain we've invented? Okay, so every new character... Is an, uh, every uh, new character, yeah, and you just got to keep track of who your characters okay. are. I'll be Trapper Home, I'll, I'll start the daisy chain. Alright, go for it. Alright, let's get those comchecks, people. Those field masks are giving you a vox a hell of a time last time out. <laughs> Trapper Home, Trapper 2, Trapper 3. This is one, radio check over. Hey, Michali, uh, one. Gulcha, one. All stations, I have you loud and clear. Be advised, your team's a go for entry. Trapper one, weapons tight. Solid copy, home. Three, stand by with home. You know your job. Two, keep your team fight on my flank after we breach. Copy one. 
one, stack up! Members of Trapper One can be heard acknowledging Trapper One leads command. Execute! All oh, right, that water wait, charge. Wait, wait, goes... wait, wait, hold on, you get too excited. That's me. No, no, no. You were, you were, uh, Michaels. Remember? Wait. Yeah, but then you're Chandrick. Okay, so you were home. I was Washburn. You were Michaels. I was Chandrick. I... You were. Oh fuck! You're right. That is you. Fuck! Okay. Oh, that's so confusing. All right, go, go for it. All right. That water charge goes in five. Water charge detonates. Um, Stairs front, clear left. <laughs> uh, door right, right side, clear. Uh, am I Michaels? No, I'm I Michaels. Oh, the head's clear. <laughs> uh, the fuck is Harrison? I know, right? There's so many. It's you. It's you. It's me. Okay. Because yeah. I was Roland. Thompson on me. Cross room clear. Trapper home. Trapper 1 and 2 reporting no contact. To secure that passageway, mark your territory, and then follow my team down. Keep an eye out for our man, and call it when you come down. I don't want any blue on blue, solid. Copy 1. Hoskins, you've got point. Oh my god! Hoskins, which one's Hoskins again? Hoskins is new. Trapper home, this is 1. Be advised, we are moving further into the structure. Down a ladder well, over. Solid copy one. Proceed over. <laughs> Members of Trapper One can be heard calling out doorways and landing as they move further down the stairs. This is an exercise in endurance. <laughs> Trapper Home, be advised. I'm starting to smell something rotten down here, and it's pretty strong. Something's been dead for a while. Stand by. Dean, halt. Home, I'm looking at some shredded clothing down here. No bodies, just the clothes, and nothing that looks like our man. There's the cop. Were you Hoskins? You're Hoskins, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he was the... Texan, he was the, like the southern guy. Uh, hang on. I lost my place. Jesus, man, no. Look at that. It looks Sorry. like something just took a huge bite out of that vest. I thought he was, I thought he was southern. No, I thought he was like... I was trying to do, like, the JoJo voice, like the Dio, because I thought that's what I did. This is Dio? I know, but it just sounded Jamaican. Okay. <laughs> Walk up down there, one. Washburn, get back. Washburn, get back on track. Gabby home. Chapter two. Watch yourselves. Something around our piece of shit. Oh, post. It's supposed to be, I think. <laughs> our post has an appetite, and it looks like it's got a pretty mean bite. Solid one. Added. We're almost done up here. If our agent's here, he's down there with you guys. We'll be down as soon as we... <laughs> and we're full human voices. Audible. For agents to watch box feeds. Unintelligible and distant. Oh, thought there's a new guy. <laughs> <laughs> One and two, freeze! I think that's him. <laughs> Help me, Jesus Christ, somebody! Home two, I think we've got our man. That's a lot, people. Trapper One can be heard moving quickly uh, through the structure. The cry for help is again audible. Oh, gosh. Home, we've reached the source of the noise. We're about to get our agent back. Two, have Doc prepped the... Tr oh, wait a minute, time out. They're gonna get fucking knocked out, aren't they? <laughs> He's pretending to use his voice. Two, have Doc prep the trauma bag. This guy sounds like he's in bad shape. Haskins, do it! Two shotgun reports. Sounds of door slamming on floor. Immediate sustained gunfire. Home, contact! Two, get the fuck down here! Roland, pull back! Are you Nicholas? Am I? I don't know. Who the fuck is Nicholas? <laughs> Uh, Nicholas, Nicholas, Nicholas. I think Hello, he's mate. Hoskins no, is down. No, Nicholas is the, the southern guy. Hoskins is down. It's a chatty. 
Roland, on your right. Two, hurry the fuck up. One, what the hell's going on down there? <laughs> Why are you laughing at Asian Michael? He's a decorated member of the foundation. <laughs> he sounds younger every fucking line. He only had two weeks left on the force. Wait three, wait several months. He only had two weeks after his birth. <laughs> He's fucking Benjamin Button. <laughs> Clear seasons. Chopper one, sound off! <laughs> Two, get the f- Two, get the fuck down here! Hoskins is down! Hurry the fuck up! Copy one, Harrison, Thompson! You're coming with the fuck is Thompson! It's too many! You're coming with me! Gabardi! Stay with Doc! Gabardi! Trapper 2 can be heard acknowledging Trapper 2 leads order. Home, one, be advised! Two is en route to one's last position! Agent Washburn can be heard cursing over Agent Michael's box feed. Oh, one second, one second, one second, one second. Uh, quick. Thank you so much. I think Agent Michael's voice was actually going to fucking kill me. Sorry, I'm back. Uh, okay. Continue. One, be advised, your radio's not broadcasting. I can hear you, but you're... Jesus Christ! Two, engage, engage. <laughs> you can hear my throat squeaking. Did you hear that? <laughs> it sounds like fucking sex pistols. Me, <laughs> <laughs> Immediate sustained gunfire against Agent Michaels, I should hope. <laughs> Someone shut him up. Thompson, pick up the slack. Loading. Gone up. Guys, pull it back down the hallway. Harrison, suppress that doorway. Frag out. Explosion. Gabardi. <laughs> Doc. It's just all you now. They introduced eight characters, so it's just Michaels and Washburn. <laughs> the one I gave this voice to, I'm unfortunate enough to have to keep doing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Gabardi, Doc, get the 60 set. We're coming up. Trapper one's gone and I'm dropping gasp. Mask up. Gas, gas, gas. Three muffled <laughs> popping sounds can be heard. Coming up the stairs. Harrison. I don't remember who Harrison is. Who the fuck is, is Harrison? Has he been... <laughs> Harrison, Harrison, Harrison's new! <laughs> Is it, who's what was his voice again? He's mute. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They're slowing down. Get three Michaels. Home with the point VX and need three down in here and MOPP for cleanup. Soap decon. Shandrick. Roger two. We're already on our way. S H I T. Boom. Whoa! My shot, Kabadi. Home. We've got an unconscious one. We're going to need a mobile containment unit and medical support for the candidates. I think it's down some VX. I'm not hearing any more movement <laughs> down the stairs, home. Yeah. Uh, wait, I'm, I'm trapped at home. Copy two. Stand by for link up with three. Extricate the candidate and hit me, Carter. Words on Okay, let Thanks, that fuck. be a lesson. We know that in real life there's a lot of people over a radio at the same time. Let's let's keep the logs to like three to four people. Because even if we weren't voice acting that, that's a lot of names to keep up with that aren't important. I don't know, I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> okay. Just the panic when he introduced a new guy. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to give some constructive writing uh, criticism. He's not even mentioned before he turns up. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's in the very beginning. Oh, is he? Yeah, oh, right yeah. after Michael says Lima Charlie One, oh, he's like, fuck. Oh, I, I made him I made him uh Irish because his name sounds like Shamrock. Okay. I'm glad to <laughs> see you put more thought into that than me, just speaking in the highest pitch possible. <laughs> Michael 
awesome! It's H-I-T! I love how Michaels became the hero. Like, Washburn tried to leave it, and Michaels had to pick up the slack. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Washburn's fucking dead. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that's what happened. Jesus Christ, know. that's Michael Washburn. Oh, we still have to go back to the initial oh, article. God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where were we? Where were we after that? Okay. We were, it was just after the second addendum, but the, the next one's all crossed out, so I don't know if we read it or not. I'm pretty sure we read it, yeah. So addendum 04-11-1982. Due to 939's intense aversion to bright light, it has been deemed a minimal risk of escape. Standard fluorescent hallway lighting is sufficient to deter 939-1 from leaving its darkened cell. See it's crossed out. I assume they figured out, hey, just let it be is a bad idea. See addendum 09-20-1991. Right, that one's not next, though. We have a couple yeah. more. Addendum 06-29-1987. Preliminary research into AMN-C227 suggests potential for use as a general purpose amnestic. Methods of mass-producing the agent, as well as possible adverse effects, have been investigated at Biocontainment and Research Site 06. You know what's really cool about that? Mm-hmm is um and i know it's not clarified but these these came out in like the 80s which i haven't seen most articles we've read are between the 90s and the 2000s so mm. i assume this is like the earliest scp so in my head came it's kind of cool to think this is how they first developed that advanced technology of amnestics is because of this SCP, mm. and then they turned that into class c amnestics and then furthermore was able to create the others yeah that's what that's my head cannon, and I think that's actually really cool, especially because amnestics are such a big part of SCP. Yeah, the vital. I, I know that's not like canon or confirmed, but that's what I like to think. I like to think the '80s were like when they first came out. No, it said since the dawn of man. I don't fucking whatever. When did the SCP get founded? Does anyone have a date? It depends on the article. <laughs> I, I like to think like probably 60s or 80s because that's when you first really get the tech to contain a lot of these things because mm. before then like we didn't have all this high crazy magnet electrosphere shit mad eh we poked him with a stick and told him to stay put <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so uh okay addendum 1003 1990 am seven oh. has been approved for use as a class c amnestic yes i called it projected annual production at uh my research area 12 by 939 respiratory tissue cultures is expected to surpass 3 litres, although this is I, crossed out. I know, but I was somewhat right. That must mean that was like the base, the, like the prototype, and it went wrong and they made a different one. But I was like kind of right. Hmm. Am I a genius? Perhaps. Right, so addendum 09-20-1991. Containment of 939 specimens have been compromised following a silent night breach scenario at Biocontainment and Research Site 06. Nearby what the fuck is a silent night breach scenario? I don't know, it sounds fucking sinister. Which I, is, <laughs> what you wanna, I don't know if you want to name your scenario so ominously. It's supposed to be a Christmas song. Nearby civilian settlements have been evacuated on the pretense of a coming storm. Recovery teams have been deployed to the area. Addendum 10-16-1991. Redacted. In light of this, all interaction with 939 from September 8th to October 7th in the Northern Hemisphere or March 6th to April 4th in the Southern Hemisphere is strictly forbidden. Redacted. No male specimens of 939 have yet been identified. Redacted. Contain a black a class B amnestic. Redacted. So this is the first time we've seen redacted, um, one, not used as black marks. Um, I think we've only ever seen expungent brackets, but, but I think the reason they did that is we've seen the whole passages redacted. Mm. Uh, that's what I assume this is, because 
the the next words after have a capitalized begin so it's like a new sentence yeah so yeah. it feels like phrase or phrases have been removed instead of just a word or numbers mm. it's kind of neat and that leads uh, do we to, have uh, to read the page about how they reproduce see reproduction 939 uh it's a script so uh <sighs> okay okay so uh... <clears throat> I need to get a drink. I got actually going to fucking. And die. it's so long, and there's not a script. There is a script. It's just it's just not bolded. The name. It's just, it's just a monologue. Oh, okay. Um, Tan, go get some water. I'll entertain the audience. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, guys. Uh, I tried to act cool there so Tan could ease his throat up. I don't have anything for you. I'm so sorry. But wow, these two are turning out... Um, I was a little worried, because in our last uh, episode or two, it felt like... Or not not the one before last episode, because we got good time. But it feels like we were struggling to meet the hour quota, kind of, that we aim for. We try to shoot for an hour plus of content. Sometimes we're a few minutes under. But uh, we're only on the second one, and there's a lot here. So this either might be a really long one, or uh, hopefully we won't have to cut anything. I assume it's just going to be a super long episode. But I hope you guys are having fun so much, and... Apologies that I interrupt a lot. I have a lot of fun discussing these things as we discover them. I get invested and jump in, but I hope it's not like ruining your guys' experience listening along. All right, and he's returned. Awesome. Hello. What, what did you tell them? Uh, I just, you know, talked about meta podcast stuff for a little bit. Well, I'll find out anyway. Yeah, you can listen to it. In the, I'm not trying to hide it. I was <laughs> like, kidding, kidding. I've talked about how I was worried this one might be really long because we're only on two and like, hmm. um, some other stuff I don't remember already. Okay, so uh, let's get to let's see how they do the. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, this is really long, but all right, I'll, I'll do the majority of it if you will do the monologue. Okay, fine. Okay, so document nine three nine oh oh sixty one. Why is there an oh oh? You don't need that. Reproduction <laughs> no, no. of nine three nine. On September twenty fifth, nineteen ninety two, nine three nine dash one gave birth following a gestation period of roughly twelve months. Litter 939-A contains six specimens, numbered A1 to A6. A1, A4, and A5 were male, while A3 and A6 were female. A2 was stillborn and immediately cannibalized by 939-1. That's fucked. It made... Well, hamsters do that as well, so it's not that fucked. <laughs> it's still fucked when hamsters do it. 939-1 made no attempts to interfere with confiscation of its offspring. Vivisection of A1, A3, A4, and A5. No! found them yeah. to be morphologically and genotypically indistinguishable from healthy human infants. So it implies that there's some sort of evolutionary branch not similar to humans. Mm. Several... Even though they had... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, even though they're similar to viperfish, which is really weird because those are very, very far on the... Um, if you look through, like, the tree of evolution. Yeah. So... so. Several researchers who participated in the vivisection sub... sub subsequently requested Class B amnestics. It should be standard policy to grant these requests after all re relevant data has been collected from 05 blank. Wait, where are you right now? Oh, there's a footnote there. You see a little one? You can hover over it. Oh, I, I didn't click that. I see. Nice. So the remains of A1 and A3 are kept preserved in biological material storage units 939026C and 939026D respectively within Bioresearch Area 12. Remains of A4 and A5 incinerated. They really fucking like their numbers and yeah. letters. They're killing me of them. <laughs> A6 will be transferred to redaction for observation as it matures. It will undergo monthly physical examinations supplemented with any additional message deemed necessary. 
document A616, transfer of Dr. Blank, redacted. Tran oh, it's, it can't be any of our names. It's six letters. Mm. Tanhon. <laughs> All right. Note, 031697. After overhearing numerous conversations between personnel, A6 has come to believe its name is Keta. Given the marked positive oh. effect on its mood, staff advised to neither encourage nor discourage this assumption. Both its mental and physical development have remained consistent with human norms. <clears throat> okay. A633, emergency medical log, 939A6. Date, 0109-2001. At approximately 2,000 hours... <laughs> 2200 20, hours. So this may, so real quick, Tanhoney, I want to clarify this to you because um, I just by the numbers I can tell this is American date standard. Mm. The first number is the month. The second number is the date. Right. The day. Um, just so you know, there's not 24 months in a year. I know, I know there's not. Oh, sorry. I know a lot of Europeans don't know the, <laughs> that we do it weird. And of course, I know there's not 24 months in a year. <laughs> I mean, I know that, but never mind. I feel like an asshole. Why? Wow. You're from Europe, huh? <laughs> You're pretty smart for a European, huh? <laughs> That's not what I meant. I'm just trying to be helpful. At 8 o'clock, A6 began acting increasingly unsettled when questions it reported a sense of malaise. Breathing was observed rapid and shallow. It was escorted to the medical ward for further examination. Heart rate was measured to be erratic, averaging 190 beats per minute. No further anomalies observed. It was admitted to the Ben... Zodiazepine, a return to containment. Probable Benzodiazepine. Probable panic attack trigger undetermined. Oh, so they got panic attacks. That kind of makes me sad for them. Dates 01-10-2001. Approximately 0430 hours. It reported the same symptoms accompanied by mild headache and aversion to light. Examination returned identical results to the previous day. It was instructed to rest, admitted as a sedative, and returned to containment. Symptom, uh, next date, uh, 24, uh, so on 24th month of the year. Uh, symptoms at Lowen <laughs> above persisted for two weeks before intensifying. A6 destroyed the lighting fixture in its enclosure and was found to assume the fetal position underneath its bed at 0140 hours. It staunchly resisted leaving its chamber, requiring it be carried to area Blank's medical ward. It complained of a severe headache, intense aversion to light, hypersensitivity to auditory stimuli, intense chest and abdominal pain, and uncomfortable warmth. So it definitely it, can talk on its own. Yeah. Commenting that it hurt too much to cry. Oh. All around me are familiar, familiar faces. One out faces. One out faces. One out faces. A6 core body temperature measured to be 41.2 Celsius. Technicians were unable to locate a pulse. MRI indicated redacted. A reinforced concrete containment cell was immediately prepared for A6. The cell's lighting was dimmed and a large basin of, full of water provided its request. Date 01-26-2001. Uh, it, it immersed itself in the provided water basin and remained inactive for a period of approximately 41 hours, after which it, it began violently tearing at its skin. It displayed a considerable amount of distress upon realising its skin was slowing off, but it appeared unable to stop. At 22.36 hours, Dr. Blank reported its head detached itself. By 2.240 hours, it appeared morphologically identical to, albeit much smaller, than SCP-939-1. Oof. Damn. So, addendum uh, 02.13-2001. It has been redesignated SCP-939-101. 
it'll be transferred to bio research area 12 for further study and here is your uh your yeah, call. and as you can see see it's all the same person it's all the scp this is the one that was cut up into several pieces too right i guess so, yeah. um oh jesus this is like fucking You're... Shakespeare. Okay, I'll read this. But real quick, before I read it, I want to give you a note, Tan. Yeah. Uh, the first link you sent me was an hour ago, and that's not counting us ticking around. So this is going to be really, really long at this rate. To hell with it. <laughs> All right. This is the real quarantine we'll, we'll special. There's a spooky, scary monsters, open bracket, part one, close bracket. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Document number 939-101-77, audio log 939-101A, number 13. Begin log 10-16-05-22-2004. Access to cryogenic preservation room 939-101 granted to Dr. Tanhoney. Access to CGPT 939-101A granted. All of the people speaking, this whole monologue is SCP-939-101. Please, control us. Excuse me, mister. Why are we here? It's bitterly cold and we would like to go home now. We're very late for our bedtime and we're very sorry. We didn't mean it. Have you seen our pictures? We like drawing. Daddy hung them on the wall, except for sometimes when the others in white coats took them away. Daddy told us not to draw pictures like those. They made him sad, so we did our best to draw other things. But sometimes we forgot. Sometimes Daddy hid the pictures or ripped them up. He told us it wasn't that he didn't like them. He said it was to keep us safe from the mean doctors in the white coats, but then the doctors took Daddy away. They made us get shots and told us to forget about Daddy. But we're scared of needles without Daddy around. We didn't forget Daddy. Daddy forgot us, though. We think it was the doctor's fault. Daddy wouldn't forget about us, would he? He gave us a fake Daddy and told us it was real Daddy, but we knew better. The doctors made us get more shots. He kept telling us fake Daddy was real Daddy, but they couldn't fool us. We told them it was wrong to lie, just like Daddy told us. And then they stopped lying. They made us be by ourselves, but they gave us paper and pencils and paints and told us we could draw whatever we wanted, so we did. Sometimes we drew Daddy. Sometimes we drew what Daddy told us not to draw. The doctors took all our pictures. Sometimes the doctors in the white coats and the people with the big black shirts with lots of pockets and helmets that carried bent windows and... What did Daddy call them? I forgot. They walked with us down the hall for our checkups. We didn't like those. Sometimes we had to lay in a dark place and be really, really still. Daddy would tell us stories. We didn't always understand them, but we liked them anyway. There were stories about places that didn't have ceilings, where up was forever and the ground wasn't white. We think it's silly. Everywhere has ceilings, doesn't it? After the doctors took Daddy away, we didn't get to hear stories anymore. Then we didn't feel good. The doctors made us get lots of checkups, and we think they got scared, so we got scared too. We had a really bad headache, and the lights bothered us, and so did those noises. We wanted to find lots of cool water away from the bright lights until our headache went away. They let us be in the dark and gave us lots of water. The water made us itch all over. When we scratched, sometimes our skin came off. We were so scared. We kept asking for Daddy, but he never showed up. Eventually, we didn't have any skin left. But it was okay, because we didn't need it anymore. We stopped itching after that. The light stopped bothering us so much, and the headache went away after our old head came off. Lights still bother us, but not as much as they did. We don't see right anymore. We got so hungry. It was bad, but we ate our old skin and our old head. It tasted good, but it was still bad. We were still hungry after that and asked for food. They gave us food, even our favorites, but none of it tasted right to us. 
All that tasted good was one piece of meat. We asked for more of that. They locked two people in the dark with us. We asked them not to, but they didn't listen to us. We weren't hungry for a while after that, but we're hungry now. Very sorry. We know lying is wrong. We didn't mean it. End log, 1037 hours. So I'm assuming because this has been going on since the 80s, they were born into this room. Mm. I've never left it. And uh, 101 specifically, maybe through personal trauma rather than it evolving necessarily, it's become something different and more powerful than the other ones. Ooh. Spookier. Spookier. Yeah, so let's get back to Still... the... Oh my god, it's another instant <laughs> report. Still one more! <laughs> oh jeez. I am hoping Can... for the return of Agent Michaels. <laughs> Please don't. Actually, do I like him too? We have to. We have to finish it. At Lord. Addendum 02 2019 Effective immediately. Use of AMM CT27 as an amnestic is suspended indefinitely. Consult incident report. Oh, that's a fucking long. AMM CT27 939 for further. I'm assuming they found out it actually hurts you in the long term. Hmm. Oh my god, it's so long. So many blanks. There's so many blanks. Maybe we could skip this. It's the ending. I can't. We can't just skip it. It's the ending. <laughs> it's, it's not that long. It's much shorter than the other one. Okay. Description on what? Oh, one thirty nineteen ninety two. The statistical rate of missing person reports more than blank times the blank national average was noted among civilians administered ANCT27 following the capture of SCP blank on 11 2 kilometers northwest of blank 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 pending further the so many blanks pending further investigation use of ANCT27 was suspended on 01311992 field agents blank blank and blank were dispatched to the area to investigate. Through collaboration of local law enforcement, Agent Blank was able to secure an interview with Blank Blank and just... Okay, th that's clearly John Smith! It's not, it's too long to be John Smith. Oh, you're right. It's too long to be John, J not Jaden Smith. Smith. Yeah, <laughs> Oh my god, do you think? I don't even think he was born then, in 1990. <laughs> well, that's kind of now, it's Jaden Smith. Approximately seven months prior to the arrival of field agent, Jaden Smith reported three individuals missing <laughs> under suspicious circumstances. All had been previously administered AMN C227. Okay, hang on, I have to watch a clip of what Jaden Smith sounds like I so I can... I assume you can be Jaden Smith for this. Let me look up what he sounds like. Is there, like, an interview? Hang on, this is gonna take a second. Okay, here we go, Jaden Smith and Willow Smith. Hang on. Give me a minute. No problem. I was afraid you might say something. Okay, I got it. I got it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're 939. You've copied him. <laughs> it's a very simple voice, actually. There's nothing that distinct about it. Okay. So, uh, yeah. documents 939-73, Jaden Smith, interview one. Interview Jaden right. Smith. Interviewer Agent. I'll think of a name for this guy because I'm agent, agent 47. Black. I think Agent 47. <laughs> okay, I'll do my Agent 47 impression. <laughs> Forward. This interview has been conducted by myself, Agent 47, in order to confuse <laughs> or refute the possibility of a link between the disappearance of Ambolius Moss, jo Ambolius John, Man, John Borridge, John Borridge why, why did they redact everything but the first letters? Fuck and these guys. Christopher West. 
reported by <laughs> Mr. Jaden Smith. Why is that the one that made you laugh? Because the other ones you had to like really bumble through, and then you just instantly were like Christopher West. Like the- with that. 5th of June 1991, and prior administration of ALN 627 to all four named individuals on the 28th of November 1998. This is like a marathon to this episode. Yeah, you made, you brought, this should have been its own episode, just this yeah. fucking SCP. Okay, begin log. Oh Agent 47, thank you for taking the time to meet with me, Mr. Smith. To begin, I'd like you to relate the events of June 5th in as much detail as you can. Okay. I called some friends and we decided to go for a hike, just sort of fuck about in the woods, you know? It was a nice enough day out and we had nothing better to do. I remember superfluous dialogue redacted. Nothing seemed strange until I commented on a feeling of deja vu. Ambrosia gave me a funny look and said she felt it too. We all did. Manuel must have been the only smart one. He got creeped out and went home. The rest of us were curious and decided to look into it. I mean, when have you ever heard of five people all feeling deja vu at the same time? can't say I ever have. Please continue. I need to use the bathroom. <laughs> I Wait, for real? No, that's, that's my classic Agent 47 line. <laughs> got even stranger. The feeling of familiarity got stronger and stronger as we neared Will Smith. In what world is that Will Smith? <laughs> Shut up! I think it's, it's meant to be a place. It's a cave. Oh, right, I'll, I'll think of one. I'll think of one. Cracker's Cove. Sure. Cracker's Cove. Yeah, huge cave nearby. I don't think any of us had ever been inside before. We only had one flashlight, and it was dumb as hell in hindsight, but we w- when did I turn country? Uh, it's too late. Just keep going. <laughs> but we went inside. Feeling kept getting stronger the further in we went. I know I keep calling it deja vu, but that's not the right way to put it. It was more of a general feeling of familiarity. Not like this had happened before, but something about it was just familiar. Nobody could put their finger on what. The deeper we went, the more familiar it felt. The more certain we felt we were getting closer. To what? I don't know. None of us knew. And that's why we kept going. I got pills here. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You're Alice from Love for Dead too. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Alright, forty-seven. you have a line? Did you find anything? I need to use the bathroom. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. I remember Christopher saying something about it getting late. We should turn back. I don't remember anything after th- that until I, I... If you need to take a moment, that's fine. <laughs> well, here he goes. I don't remember a fucking thing until sitting on the side of the highway. It was dark out. An officer was asking me questions. Telling me to stay calm until an ambulance... Arrived. I was all kind of screaming about a bag, and the officer let me go. I had to get away. Away from what? The red! What was red? Uh, I d- don't remember. What about your friends? They weren't with me. They th- think I did it. Who won't listen to me? Said I was high on something, that I was coming down off a badass trip. Said I kept screaming at the ambulance, flashing lights, but they were going to get me. I don't remember that, but red makes me f- feel uneasy now. Superfluous dialogue redacted. I need to use the bathroom and luck.
closing statement. My team My is... Te- oh, wait. No. Your team? I- no, no, you Your got team, it. Your team, eh? No, 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 you got closing it. Closing statement. My team is ill-prepared to investigate further. We'll be returning to Redacted in the morning to report our findings. A minimal cover-up should be necessary, depending on what's found, at least for this particular incident. To this end, I suggest Mr. Jaden Smith be strongly implicated in his friend's disappearances. Following his conviction, he could be recruited from the prison system as clearance level zero janitorial staff and transferred to whatever installation can use him. Jesus. I guess he's getting demoted. Yeah, he's putting way too much thought into this. So I guess the amnestics make you violent and you can't remember, so that's why they can't use it. I don't know. So let's see. Agent forty-seven. 47 reported the possibility of a 939 den in the area and a regication detail was dispatched to investigate. The presence was confirmed within um, Crackers Cove. Crackers Cove and destroyed by 0206 1992. On 0220 1992, Dr. Oh, Tanhony, it fits! Dr. confirmed the sensation of familiarity reported by Jaden Smith. Was so... <laughs> Do you think? He was so cruel to the D-classes. Do you think he's the one who demoted Jaden Smith to level zero? He wasn't even an employee before. <laughs> also, remember, you told me level two was janitors and stuff. Or, no, yeah. It, it depends, it depends. Damn. Uh, on OT 2019 Dr. Tan confirmed the sensation of familiarity reported by Jaden Smith was solely attributable to a hitherto undocumented effect of a second exposure to aerosolized... AMNCT7 following a first explosion of individual to ECT. This sensation appears to act as a law in those affected by CT27, drawing them towards higher concentrations, oh. most often centering around dens of so, 939. So it's sort of like a drug, and once you've taken it, you want to get to where more is, so it leads you to their dens. Yeah. Ooh. Addendum 0301992, aided uh, tracking of 939. I can't, I, I can't remember Dr. Tanini's voice. <laughs> we can use this. Anyone exposed to a concentration high enough for temporary anti-grade amnesia to manifest can stop them like bloodhounds. If oh they my know... god, this really is Tanini so fucking cruel. <laughs> if they know how to identify the misplaced sense of familiarity for what it is. <laughs> I can literally imagine the D-class uh, doctor. I think I should turn back. Continue down Cracker's Cove. Based on Agent Alabaster's retracing of the route, Mr. J.S. <laughs> and his friends followed. We know to expect an effective range of nine kilometers if we use this form of tracking. No, it can't find individual 939, but it can guide us to their dens. Oh, in case the audience couldn't, uh, in case you guys don't realize, there's so many blanks, we just started giving them names because it was too much. I recommend we brief a number of field operatives on this plan. Any willing would then be exposed to C227 under control conditions and has dispatched first the locations of C227 use on civilian populations. Yeah, who would be willing? <laughs> any, <laughs> I guess if you give them a pay raise. <laughs> any errant sensation of familiarity experienced by these operatives will be taken as identification of a 939 den nearby and reported as such. Eradication teams will be dispatched to investigate destroying those dens as they are located. After this has been accomplished, I believe the dispatch of these operatives to major population centers to facilitate their securing, coupled with standard monitoring of civilian, military, law enforcement, and redacted channels of information, is the best course of action to locate and exterminate 939 in the wild. Dr. Tanthony. So here's what's interesting. I think our silly way we did this changed my view on this whole article. Right. So it's clearly supposed to be a group of agents that uh, realized an effect and wandered into a co- into a, a den. But I don't think because of agents the, in the first place. Uh, oh, well, because... Jay, oh, never mind. I was going to say the way I read it. Yeah, it said agent blank blank. 
We're dispatched uh, to interview him. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Jaden's not a. Alien. Oh, never mind. I was imagining it's like a group of teenagers, but then how would they have been exposed to the same nest before? Um, well, civilians administered CT7 following the caption of another attack. Oh, oh, I see. Let's see, I see. Okay, so maybe mine wasn't right. I imagine them all as like teenagers, like one of those camping horror movies, and they get picked mm. off one by one as they explore. I'm pretty the sure that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I think we're finally fucking done with this yeah. one. Oh my god, I liked it. It it was. Look, I like this one too. I'll give it a seven out of ten. But there was just so much. I don't think I've actually read this one fully before, so this got caught me by surprise as well. There were, in my opinion, there are too many branches to this. <laughs> Um, I feel like if they if it was formatted a little bit differently, like a little mm. bit more spacing, um, an image or two, it would significantly make this feel like less of a. I don't want to say burden to read because that's not the word. I don't want to act like this was a chore. It was fun, but I mm. feel like um, just very simple formatting could make it. Yeah, it was like a marathon. Could make it feel a little bit more like uh, an article and less like a marathon. But I give it like a seven out of ten, seven point five out of ten. It was good. I liked. It. Mm. Uh, we're over an hour and a half in and we still have two left so as I said um, um, I really have to use the bathroom so this is my own marathon so yes I do believe um, what we're going to do is the opposite of what we did in the case of the previous time when the episode was too short we are going to split this into part one and part two I think but what if we just did one giant one huh? the ultimate quarantine episode hear me out I don't think that's a good idea why not? Because I'm, because I'm getting tired. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to bother you. All right, guys. We're going to end part one here. But yeah. here, here, here's an idea, Tan. Hmm. Um, and you can edit this out if we don't go with this. What if we record part two tomorrow and then upload it Sunday? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Instead of like a whole next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll make it like over two days. Yeah. That way you guys get two whole pieces of content within a short period of time. And Tan doesn't kill himself trying to voice all these. Fucking Michaels. Yeah, Michaels, I think, was solely responsible for your wear and tear. <laughs> he destroyed your throat. He was a throwaway voice because I thought he wouldn't speak again. He became the fucking protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had fun. I can't wait to read the other two, I'm assuming, tomorrow. Yeah, I, I enjoyed oh. the SCP-939 Cinematic Universe. <laughs> this was this was a lot of fun. I really liked the sp- edition of Spooky Monsters. Yeah, so... I can't say Scary Monsters. That's uh, Dio Part 7 Stan. So that belongs to him. Okay, right. so. And that is uh, what we have for part one here. Uh, stay tuned for about 24 hours, you'll get part two. And uh, hopefully right. it's not so bad. Yeah, oh, and can I give the shout out, Tan? Please do. Um, I would like to give a shout out to one special viewer to us. Unironically, at Boris WW on YouTube. You've commented on all our videos, and we love to see you participate, and we always look forward to seeing what you write. So thank you, and hopefully we'll get to reading your SCPs in a later episode at some point. Uh, Thank thank you you for supporting us. Thank you. We're very grateful. And thank you to everyone else who's watching as well. Yeah, of course, of course. Sorry, that was just the name that stuck out to me. We love you all. I'm making a heart with my fingers right now. You can't see because it's a podcast. I'm not, but actually I am. Oh, melted Tanoni's ice cold heart. <laughs> Over nine years, that heart's been frozen. <laughs> well, thank you very much, everyone. We'll talk to you in a little bit.